Welcome to Drone Scrods. I'm Jacob Orchard, and with me again is Josh. And so this episode, we're going to do what we're going to call Black Box 101. Black Box 101. Black people, Box 101. People have been asking me for Black Box 101 for the longest time, so I guess I'm finally going to get around to it. going to get around to it. <laughs> yeah. So you're going to walk us through how to set it up, yeah. what it is. We got a sample Black Box file we're going yeah. to go through, and yeah. so you're just going to tell me how to do it. I've never set it up. Okay. Never been set up on my PC. We'll do it. We're going to go. And, so. and, and what I'm going to do here, so Black Box, as we said in a previous video, is, is it records sort of telemetry information about what the copters, the sensors are doing. Everything is like an airplane's Black Box, although yep. maybe you know, a little less survivable in a crash, perhaps. <laughs> um, and, and if you get hard into tuning or if you get into troubleshooting, you definitely want this information. And the good news is that many flight controllers come with the ability to record this information on board, so you may not even need any additional hardware. You may, you may already be able to rip black box. So okay. what you need to do first, though, is you need to get set up, and I'm going to show you how to do that. All right. And the first thing you got to do is you got to go to the Chrome Web Store. I know we're in Microsoft House. We'd rather it's see okay. this under Edge, but uh, <laughs> it's a Chrome app. And okay. so the good news is that it's completely OS agnostic. Uh, the bad news is you have to install Chrome, though. Some people object to that. So what I'm going to search for is Black Box Explorer. And when I do that, you will see that there are two of them. Nice. There's the Clean Flight Black Box Explorer. That's the original one, and that's okay. not the one you want. Development on this one has kind of petered out, and this is where the development's going on. It's the Betaflight Black Box Explorer. The Betaflight Black Box Explorer can be used even if you are running Clean Flight. The black box information that CleanFlight outputs is still compatible, as far as I know. So this will give you some extra features, extra analysis ability. That's the one you're going to want to use. Okay. And so I'm going to go ahead and install that. I'm just going to hit Add to Chrome. And Boris is the guy who has been yeah. developing Betaflight. And Boris B. Yeah. He gets all the credit. I think he has. I think he has a lot of help from his little elves too. I don't think he does okay. all the coding himself. Not to take anything away from him. Boris is either a heck of a programmer or a heck of a project manager. Either way, we all appreciate much credit to him. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm going to start this up, and here we are at the Black Box Explorer. Okay. Now you're also going to need to tell your flight controller how to save the data, and okay. I, we can do a quick run through of that if you want. Sure. So let's go ahead and get a USB cable. We'll plug in this, this copter. All right, so we have a USB cable. Mm-hmm. And here we go. Get our plug in. And we'll need to go to our, let's see here. We'll need to go to, oh, we don't have, okay, so we'll get the black box, or the uh, beta flight. Hello, come on. What am I doing wrong here? We're in, give me, why is that not working? It doesn't like the store. It doesn't like the web store? Oh, there, there no, it works. Goes. It's me. <laughs> where I don't know how to use a touchpad, apparently. So I'm also going to get the Betaflight configurator, which I, you probably already have on your machine. If you think you already have it. Why don't I see it? Oh, well. <laughs> anyway. It's already there. Here we are <laughs> in the Betaflight configurator. I'm going to connect to my flight controller. And I'm going to go to the black box tab. And here we're going to tell black box where we want to log to. And there's two common ways that you might have this. One is that there's an onboard data flash chip, which is soldered to the flight controller, and, right. and you can uh, record there. Uh, the other, and we don't have it on this flight controller, but many flight controllers have an SD card reader built in. Right. And you'll have the option, you'll, instead of data flash chip, you'll see SD card reader. That's, that, that's one you can use. 
You can also log to a serial port if you have an open log device. Configuring and setting up an open log device is a little bit detailed, out of scope of this. But okay. So you'll tell it where you want to log to, and you'll set your logging rate, and I recommend a logging rate of about one kilohertz is where I like to be. Okay. So then one other thing under configuration, under modes, you can set up a black box mode if you know how to set up modes. Right. And what that'll do is, especially if you have a data flash chip, that's a good idea because you may not want to log 100% of the time because the data flash chip will fill up really quickly. Okay. So that'll give you the ability to flip a switch and start logging and then flip the switch off and stop logging. If okay. you don't have a black box mode set up, it'll log 100% of the time while the copter is armed. That's kind of how I like to leave it. Okay. okay. So once you've done that, you can then get out of your copter a black box log file, and let's we have one of those ready to go. It's yeah, in put it under documents, documents black, black box, black box. And, and here it is. And when you open the file, you'll see this. So let's let's take a minute and and let's talk about what we're seeing here, okay. and try and and just help you sort of understand what you're being shown, and then interpreting it to find problems is a whole another issue. So let's start by looking at, we're going to start by looking at RC command. And RC command is inside clean flight and black box, uh, clean flight and beta flight. It's the, what the name for what your sticks are doing. Okay. So RC command is, is what your sticks are doing. We'll bring this up and what we'll see here is that there's this center line here and okay. that's zero. That means the stick is centered and you can see here in this stick overlay that the sticks are centered. Uh, you'll see down here we've got the blue line which is the throttle. Okay. You can see it says RC command throttle there. So the throttle's at zero and the other sticks are at zero and they're centered. Okay. And then as we move through the file, I'll just skip ahead. We should be able to see some flying hopefully. There we go. So we can see here that the throttle is going up and down, right? That okay. sort of intuitively corresponds to what you know that your, your sticks are doing. And we can also see here that some of these sticks are going negative or positive. So this is the blue one. Blue is pitch. And if we look, it can be a little confusing to know. So pitch has gone negative here because it's okay. below the line, right? And is negative pitch, is that pitch back or pitch forward? Uh, intuitively, it kind of negative pitch might be pitch back. F positive pitch might be pitch forward. And in fact, we can look at the stick overlay here and we can see that that see. is we can okay. see that the stick is pitching back. Oh, but okay. for, for roll and yaw, it's not always intuitive to me which one's negative and which one's positive. So all you have to do is you just have to look at the stick overlay the stick the... to remind yourself. Okay. Yeah. So if we look right here, we can see that roll has gone positive, and we can look at the stick and we can see Let's that see positive roll is right, is right roll. Oh, okay. So when you're looking at these traces, uh, for many of these traces, for RC command, for the gyro, and for the PIDs, it's very, very helpful to think about these traces as corresponding to pushing the copter in a given direction. So when roll goes positive, we can see that, that the copter is being pushed to roll to the right. Okay. Okay? A negative roll would be pushed to roll to the left. And that's going to be true if we bring up the gyro, for example. So now let's, let's overlay the gyro here. Uh, I'm going to add the gyros. And the gyro is, t is just a sensor on the copter that outputs when the copter is rolling left, right, pitching, or yawing. That's okay. what a gyro is. And um, this is a touchscreen, isn't it? Yeah, it's a touchscreen. <laughs> it's a touchscreen. I'll do it the easy way. So here we've got the gyros. Okay. And and we can see that as the uh, the, the roll stick goes positive, which is roll right, 
we can see that the gyro begins to go positive, which indicates that the copter is rolling to the right. Okay. So one of the very, very basic things we can do when we're analyzing black box is we can look for correspondence between what the sticks are commanding and what the copter's doing. Now, don't expect okay. that there should be a one-to-one, -one, like, like the lines shouldn't overlay exactly. It's not right, quite right, like okay. that. But you can see that as RC command goes positive, the gyro also goes positive, and that's, that's what we would okay. hope to see. And if we look here, we can see that there is a discontinuity here, RC command, the stick is returning to center, but here we can see that there's a big dip here. Something okay. happened there. The copter shuddered or juddered or who knows, but, and that's probably not anything we would need to fix, but that discontinuity is certainly interesting and notable. Okay. Yeah. Let's see what else we can look at. So then the next, the next thing let's look at is, let's add the PIDs to the equation and what we can do is, let's do this. Let's add a custom graph. This will take me a second to set up, but okay. he can edit it down. <laughs> we'll have RC command and, well, let's do just one. Let's do RC command roll and gyro roll on one, and let's do the pits on the other. Yep, I like that. Okay. So now what I've done is I've set this graph up, so I have RC command, which is the stick input, and okay. the gyro on one graph. We can see them together. And down here I have the pits for the roll axis. Uh, yes, is that? No, no, I, sorry, I screwed it up, hold on. I didn't, I didn't. I put a PID sum. Gyro plus PID roll, that's what I want, isn't it? Yes. Okay, let's try that again. So now what I've done here is I have put RC command for the roll axis okay. and the gyro on one graph. We can see them together. And here I've got the PIDs for the, uh, the roll axis on this other graph. And this is a very good setup for starting to do some basic analysis of what's going on. Okay. Now. This is a pretty deep topic that you could take a long time to understand. We won't try and understand it all in 20 all minutes. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but we can see here that, again, I want you to think about this graph as when it goes positive, we're pushing to the right. When it goes right. negative, we're pushing to the left. Okay. And we can analyze what these different components of the PIDs are doing at any given time. And the simplest one to understand is the P term, which we said is the P term is what are, what are we doing right now in this moment to correct the error? So here we see RC commands start to rise, and as RC command starts to rise, the gyro will not have started to move yet. RC command will start to push one direction, the copter hasn't started to move, and we'll see the P term start to rise to try and correct the error and cause the gyro to start moving with RC command. Now it looks like the gyro and RC command are just right on top of each other. And the reason for that is that delay, the latency between when the stick starts to move and the P-term moves and pushes the gyro is so small that we don't really see any sort of delay, but it's there. So we can see that, that the P-term rises, pushing to the right as RC command rises, and that causes the gyro to rise. And that ultimately is what we want to happen in the copter. The stick moves and commands a certain thing to happen. Okay. The PID loop responds and causes that to happen. Okay? We can see that uh, there's some oscillation of the P-term here. 
So here the p-term is oscillating back and forth. And that is a thing that you'll see in here when you're flying, when you go into a move and it, it oscillates. Now we would ideally want to have some video. We could actually overlay, we don't have video right now, but we can overlay video behind this. We could see whether that oscillation is actually visible or audible. A lot of times you'll see oscillation or other things in the, the black box traces that turns out you, you can't even see or hear it and it doesn't really matter. Okay. This kind of oscillation here is the uh, PID controller trying to manage the angular rate of the copter during this roll. We've got a full stick deflection roll going on here. Okay. okay. So if we, if we look over here at the gyro, we can see the actual roll rate is 792 degrees per second. And we can see that RC command is commanding a roll rate of 698 degrees per second. So the PID controller will do its very, very best to make the actual roll rate match the commanded roll rate as closely as possible. So you see the oscillation happening there because it's trying to slow that down? Exactly. That? Exactly. Yeah. Right. And it may be a little counterintuitive that during a full stick deflection roll that we can see here, here, we, we, so positive, we're rolling to the right. right. So when the P term goes positive, it is attempting to accelerate the roll. And when the P term goes negative, it is attempting to decelerate the roll. And that's not because it's negative, but because it is opposing the gyro and RC command. Okay. So the, the, the RC command and the gyro are positive. When we then see the P term on the other side of the line, it means it's slowing it down. Okay. It may sound counterintuitive that for a full stick, for a full stick deflection roll, you should spin as fast as you want. This thing can spin <laughs> way faster than you really want it to. Yeah, okay. So it's slowing, it's attempting to, to sort of keep it right where it needs to be. It's keeping you in control. Yeah. <laughs> and because, because we're in such a dynamic condition, full stick deflection roll, it, it kind of overshoots and slows down and overshoots and slows down. Okay. And that's what we see it doing here. So that's what that oscillation is at the and end. Some of this to, to the user, you, you, you don't even see it. You, you don't probably, feel it's, it, it's you don't see it. Probably over so fast you never notice it. Yeah, okay. In, in extreme cases, you can hear the motors going during a roll. And that means your P gain or maybe a little, little higher than it needs to be perhaps. Okay. Or maybe it's fine if you like how your copter <laughs> flies ultimately. And then at the end here, we can see we've got this little wiggle, which we talked about. And we can see that the PID controller is attempting to get the thing to, to stop smoothly. As the stick recenters, RC command comes back to zero, and the gyro comes back to zero, with just a little bit of wobbly oscillation here at the end. And at the end of your flipper roll, if you see that the copter doesn't stop smoothly, this may be the kind of thing that that's, that's representative of. OK. So. We did a bit of this today. Yeah, yeah, we did we some tuning today. The, the P term on the rush. We were out this morning, and we got some of this. This isn't the rushes. No, this is a different rich. copter. Cool. Yeah, you want to keep going? You yeah. want to keep going? So, so let's scroll through this and let's look for other interesting things that might happen. Um, we have some punches, throttle punches. Here, this looks like we're going into another roll. We looked at that already. If we, so here we found another roll okay. in the black box. It's a similar roll, and we can see that just like before, we've got this same little oscillation at the end. So that okay. wasn't just a fluke. Okay. We can see that this is happening consistently at the end of the rolls, and maybe a tuning issue that we could start to try to address, which how to address it would be a topic for another yeah. episode. But if we look at the rolls and we see that at the end of every roll, there's this little oscillation. And it looks very similar to the last one, doesn't it? If, yeah. if I didn't tell you it was a different one, yeah. you, you might think it was yeah. the same. It looks almost yeah. like the same graph. So it's really a tuning issue, and not just yeah. that you bobbled the stick, for example. Let's see. 
Yeah, the, the, this flying isn't actually super aggressive, so there's not as much to see here. I think it was just a little, some line there of sight stuff. Said the same thing there again. Yeah, same thing again. Let's cool. see. So let, I'll tell you what let's do. Let's do just a quick, a quick look around at the other stuff that's in here sure. without any analysis. All right. So we'll show them what else they can see. How about that? So Black Box can show you a lot of different stuff. Um, and we, we won't go into all of it, but for example, you can see your motor outputs. Right, here's what the motors are being told to do at any given time. Where's the... <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I don't know where the motors are. Where are the... But do you need to scroll over to somewhere in the... There oh, there we go. So it can show you your motor <laughs> outputs. If you can look at the motors and the exact output of the motors, you can look at, as we said, the stick positions, uh, the PIDs, uh, and there's also other stuff which actually is oftentimes better not graphed. For example, if you suspect that your copter is having a fail-safe or a receiver issue, you can see whether the copter is in fail-safe at any given time. Okay. Right? All kinds of information here that you can see in the black box. Cool. So anything else that that someone might want to know, I know we talked about briefly that you could, you could if you have video from your flight yeah. and you sync those things up, you can show the video at the same time. We don't, we don't have a video with this yeah. one. But that's another way where you can visually see what's in the video Absolutely. as the graph's going. Yeah. And you have some videos in your channel where you, where Absolutely. you show this. I have so a lot of them. Different, a lot yeah. of them where different people do. Um, so where would someone start? Like you get black box installed, you do this and you're like, I'm yeah. going to be the tuning wizard. I'm going to start black box. And, and you're like, yeah, it, it, there's a point where you're probably going to be too aggressive trying to tune out something that, that may not be there. Right? Uh, you know, that's a really good point. That's a really good point, And it deserves to be really reiterated. You can eat. And this is a mistake that even uh, people as lofty as Boris made. When Boris first started working on improving the filtering in Betaflight, it wasn't Betaflight at the time. It was CleanFlight, okay. the special Boris B build. He over-filtered, and he made the traces in black box look super smooth, and the copter actually didn't fly that well. It turns out that a, a really good-looking black box trace is not necessarily the best-looking uh, copter, and uh, the best-flying copter. And so you definitely want to start with the flight characteristics. Okay. So start, and you can, you can play with the flight characteristics. You can raise the P-gain too high and bring out oscillations, and then you can look at what that looks like in black box. I think the best way to learn, I wish I had a, a lesson I, series I could just plug <laughs> right now, but I don't. Yeah. Um, I have live streams where I do black box log analysis, right. but it's such a wide-ranging field that I, it's, I, I don't really feel comfortable saying it's a good way to learn unless you just want to watch hours and hours and hours of video, and eventually you'll soak it all up. Yeah. What's the best thing for you to do is to look at the black box log for your copter when you're doing a tuning tuning. When you have a copter that flies well, look at what that looks like. Look at what the PIDs are doing, what the motors are doing. Look at how active the PIDs are. Are you seeing a lot of oscillation on the P-term? Are you seeing the D-term being really noisy or really, really uh, uh, docile? And then when you have a bad flying copter with a problem, again, look and try and just start to soak that stuff up. Uh, and that's, that's the best way to do it as far as I know. Maybe yeah, I'll... and it's not something you have to do all the time. You do no. it when you, when you Maybe because you want to learn, so right. you're doing some of that, right. or you do have a copter to test something that's not behaving right. right. right? And so you want to capture that and look at it. Maybe there's something else you could find about that you're not physically seeing or you're not feeling in the Absolutely. sticks. And that just helps yeah. just 
dig into it a little more and understand what's going on. Right? Yeah, I, I, don't, I do, as much as I'm known for black box and as much as I like black box, it's fun to just dig around in all the numbers. I do the majority of my tuning line of sight with black box to help me refine the tune at the end if I feel like I need to, or if there's a problem that I can't seem to solve, it can sometimes give you the additional insight to how to solve the problem. Or, if you, like if your copter is dropping out of the sky and you just don't know why, you can use it like a black box, like an actual black box <laughs> on a plane, to tell you, you know, give you some insight into why you're having a problem. Cool. Yeah. Well, thank you very thank much. You. I hope this was helpful for everybody. A little overview, get mm -hmm. you a little started. Josh has got a ton of videos online where he People submit black box videos. That's true. To you, I have a, I have and, a, we, I have and a, you go over yeah. them on your show, and you. I have a thread on RC groups. You can submit your your black box, and in two to three weeks, because I'm super backed up, I will I will go over it and tell you what I think. <laughs> yeah. So, way to get 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 some feedback from Josh directly if you want to do that. Um, but it's a very useful tool for helping troubleshoot. So, until next time, fly safe. <laughs>